It is week 17 of Maseches Chagiga with the Sydney Colonel, sponsored in Nishmat in memory of Sarah Brian Dovat Yecheskel Halevi. We are holding the Gemara and Dafid Chesamadalaf about 10 lines down from the top of the page. Last week, the Gemara brought a number of proofs from Yochanan and Rishlokish for the law that a person has seven days to offer the festive offerings of Shavuos. And during the course of those discussions, it was very clear from the proofs of Yochanan and Rishlokish that one is not allowed to do melacha, forbidden labor, creative work on Chola Moed on the intermediate days of the festival of Sukkot and Pesach. So the Gemara says, It seems implied from the laws of Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish that Cholamorid is subject to a prohibition on the performance of labor, of work. Where do we know that from? How was it obvious to them that on Cholamorid one is not allowed to perform labor, creative work? The Tana Rabbanon is the rabbis taught in a brisa. The Torah says in the book of Shemois, you shall guard the festival of Matzahs, Pesach, seven days. So what does it mean, Tishmar? Tishmar, you shall guard it, always implies a prohibition, a withdrawing from doing malacha, from doing creative work. So this Pasuk teaches, This teaches us that Cholamoed is forbidden from doing labor, because it says, Shivas Yomim, seven days. Some of those seven days are Cholamoed, and it says, Tishmar, you shall guard yourself from doing any work. That is the view of Rabbi Yosha, that from this passage we learn a prohibition from doing malacha labor on Cholamod. Rabbi Yosha says, we don't need a pasuk for this law, because Kavachomer, we can learn it by way of a logical deduction of Kavachomer as follows. If the first and seventh days of Pesach, which are Yom Tov, where there is no holiness before or after them. In other words, the first day of Pesach, the day before that, is a regular day. And the last day of Pesach, the seventh day, the day after it, is a regular day. There's no holiness, there's no sanctity on the day before the first day, or the day after the last day. And yet, and yet we know the first day and the seventh day of Pesach are definitely subject to a prohibition of forbidden labor, because they are Yom Tov. So if those days which are not surrounded by days of holiness, in other words, the first day of Pesach doesn't have holiness before it, and the last day of Pesach doesn't have holiness after it, and yet, they're subject to prohibition on performing work, so therefore, the intermediate day, where there is holiness before and after them. In other words, the intermediate days of Cholamod, the days in the middle of Pesach, they're surrounded by holiness. Because the day before Cholamod starts is the first day of Pesach, which is a holy day, it's a Yom Tov. And the day after the, the, the last day of Cholamod is the seventh day of Pesach, which is also a holy day. So therefore, is it not logical that those intermediate days should be subject to a prohibition on the performance of labor? The Gemara says, I'll just explain it again. If the first and the seventh day of Pesach, where they're, they're not preceded and followed by days of holiness, because the first day of Pesach is not preceded by a day of holiness, and the last day of Pesach is not followed by a day of holiness, and yet they are forbidden to do malacha on those days, then if that's the case, the intermediate days of Pesach, which are surrounded by holiness the day before Cholomorid is the first day of Pesach, the day after Cholomorid is the seventh day of Pesach, so all the more so they must be forbidden in performing work. That's the Kavachomer the Gemara puts forward. So the Gemara tries to refute this Kavachomer. The Gemara says, But wait a minute, can't we bring a proof counter to this Kavachomer from the six days of creation? Because the six days of creation, the ordinary days of each and every week, in other words, Sunday through Friday, they, they are always surrounded by Shabbos. 
Sunday through Friday on any given week are surrounded by Shabbos. The day before Sunday is Shabbos, the day after Friday is Shabbos, and yet we know that we're allowed to perform work from Sunday through Friday on a normal week. So evidently, the mere fact that Cholamoed is preceded by and followed by holy days shouldn't make it subject to a prohibition of labor, because the regular days of the week, which the Gemara describes as Sheshis and Eberashis, Sunday through Friday on any given week, they're surrounded by Shabbos on either side, and they're not forbidden from doing malacha, from doing work. So the Gemara rejects the rebuttal from Sunday through Friday on any given week. The Gemara says, But the regular days of the week, Sunday through Friday on any given week, they're not special at all. They don't have a Korban Musaf. They don't have a Musaf offering in their daily temple service. Maybe it's the lack of that stringent feature that explains why the ordinary weekdays don't carry a prohibition against labor. But Toma Musaf. Can the same be said of Cholamoid, which does contain a Korban Musaf, a Musaf offering in its daily temple service? So you can't compare Cholamoid to a regular weekday. Cholamoid has a Korban Musaf. So once you've got a Korban Musaf, then you can say, okay, look, it's preceded by and followed by a holy day. On the first and seventh day of Pesach, it should be prohibited with work. But any regular Sunday through Friday doesn't have a Korban Musaf. So the Kavachomer doesn't even begin. You can't say, oh, well, they're surrounded by Shabbos on either side. It doesn't have a Korban Musaf, and therefore the whole thing doesn't even begin. So the Gemara counters now. But wait a minute. If you're going to tell me that it's the Korban Musaf that fixes whether something is prohibited to do work on that day, what about Rosh Chodesh? Rosh Chodesh has a Korban Musaf, and yet we're allowed to do forbidden work on Rosh Chodesh. So how can you learn a proof for Cholamoyed that you should be prohibited from doing work just because it has a Korban Musaf? Now, before we move on, it's worth pointing out that the obvious response to this last question of the Gemara is to say, well, wait a minute, Rosh Chodesh might have a Korban Musaf, but it's not surrounded by holy days on either side. So you cannot impact our Kalva Chomer for Cholamoid, where Cholamoid has a Korban Musaf, and also is surrounded by holy days on the first and seventh day of Pesach. That's what the Gemara could answer, and that's what Tosus points out at the bottom of the page. The Gemara could just say Cholamoid is different to Rosh Chodesh. Cholamoid not only has a Korban Musaf like Rosh Chodesh, but it's also surrounded by holy days on either side. The Gemara could rebut the proof from Rosh Chodesh in that manner, that's what Tosfus says, but the Gemara chooses a different way to reject the proof from Rosh Chodesh. The Gemara says, Mala Rosh Chodesh, you can't bring a proof from Rosh Chodesh for Cholamoid because She'en Kori Mikra Kodesh. Rosh Chodesh is not called by the Torah a Mikra Kodesh, a holy convocation. Maybe that is the stringency that we need to give a prohibition of Malacha on the day. And that's why Rosh Chodesh doesn't have a prohibition of Melacha. Shall we therefore say the same about Cholamod, which is called a holy convocation, is called a Mikra Kodesh? And since it's called a holy convocation, a Mikra Kodesh, by the Torah, it's logical that it should be subject to a prohibition of the performance of labor, as established by the Kavachome. So in conclusion, the Gemara has said that Cholamod is prohibited from performing creative work, from performing Melacha, because... It's got, it's called the Mikra Kodesh, it's called the Holy Convocation by the Torah, and therefore it's subject to a Kalvachomer that we should say about it if the first day and last day of Yom Tov, first and seventh day Pesach, which are called the Mikra Kodesh, they're called the Holy Convocation, and they're not preceded and followed by a holy day, and yet they're forbidden from doing work. 
So then Cholamoid, which is also called the Mikra Kodesh, and is preceded and followed by holy days. Cholamoid is preceded by the first day of Pesach and followed by the last day of Pesach, which are holy days. So Enudin, all the more so, Kavachoma tells us the Cholamoid days should definitely be prohibited from doing Malacha. And that's the Kavachoma argument that the Gemara concludes. The Gemara now brings another source for the law that a person can't do malacha, forbidden labor on Cholomot. Tanya Edechit was taught in a different b'risa. The Torah says when it talks about sukkahs in Vayikra, the Torah has a number of psukim this b'risa is going to quote. One of those psukim says that on the first day of sukkahs you can't do malacha. And the very next pasuk begins with the words, Shivas yomim, for seven days you shall bring certain korbanos. So the Brisa says, the Torah first says you shouldn't do any laborious work. And then immediately it says, Shivas Yomim, seven days. In the very next pasuk, it mentions seven days. So this juxtaposition of the prohibition of doing work and the mention of seven days, this teaches you, even though it's not explicit that you can't do work, for the whole of Cholomoed, it only says in the Torah you can't do work on the first day. The fact that it juxtaposes that prohibition of work with Shivas Yomim, seven days, teaches you that you cannot do work. You can't do work on Cholomoed. That's the view of Rabbi Yosef Aglili. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Rabbi Kiva says, you don't need this juxtaposition to teach you that. Tarei Omer, the Torah already says in a few psukim later, Hashem, the chule, these are the appointed festivals of Hashem, Mikra'ei Kodesh, that you shall proclaim as holy convocations. And we mentioned already previously that Mikra'ei Kodesh, holy convocations, implies a prohibition of doing work. But what is this reference to Ma'adei Hashem, appointed festivals of Hashem, on which it is forbidden to do work, which we call Mikra'i Kodesh? In Barishon, if he's going to tell me it's talking about the first day of Sukkot, it can't be. Because the pasuk or two later, the Torah says, That the first day is a day of rest. So this can't be, this Ma'adei Hashem, Mikra'i Kodesh, can't be teaching us about the first day. The Torah explicitly says, in Bashmini, if you're going to tell me it's talking about the eighth day, Shmini Atzeres, that can't be. The Torah also says, Explicitly, the Torah says, the eighth day is a day of rest. So, what is this Pasuk saying when it says, These are the festivals of Hashem, Mikra'e Kodesh, holy convocations. It can't be talking about the first day, it can't be talking about the eighth day. It must be talking about Cholamoid. That Cholamoid is also subject to a prohibition on the performance of forbidden labor. And we're going to bring further proofs for the law that one can't do Malach and Cholamoid tomorrow, but we're going to hold it here for today. I wish you all a very good day.